Introducing today, episode four of Exclusive. We have the founder of G2 Esports, Forbes 30 under 30, former <laughs> esports professional athlete, Carlos Rodriguez, also known as Ocelot. How are you, my brother? I'm doing good. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of those accolades, I don't even like talk about them anymore. If not, actually, I don't speak about any of those accolades anymore. Like really? if you ask me, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, of course, G2 comes into play because people know me for G2, but a lot. But Forbes 30 under 30, I never say it. I don't care. And That's my job. That's where others... I come in. I'm, a, I'm the one who has yeah, to, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's good. It's good. No, it's good. <laughs> It's very yeah. good. It's very good. It's, it's just that I, I just I just don't care about this. I mean, I have so many awards and so many things like this that are just so um, not not useful, you know? What do you, uh, in your, you know, that's a funny way you put it like that. Today, what do you, what do you think you're known for? What, how do you reflect on yourself? Well, I mean, I, I have always been a trailblazer. Trailblazer? Trailblazer, yeah. Yeah. In anything I was doing, whether when I was playing video games or whether, you know, I was creating content or whether I was creating companies, everybody looked at me as a, as one of the leaders. I was always both hated and loved uh, and powerfully. I yeah. was never, like, it was never like, oh, Carlos or Ocelot. Eh, he's okay. No, no. It's like either you hate him or you love him, <laughs> you know? And uh, it wasn't even by design. It was just, it wasn't not even on purpose. It just happened this way. Because I am uh, the way I am, and I have always been the way I was. And although I had to play the game for some period of time, for a long period of my life, uh, I I always ended up doing and saying whatever I wanted. Mm, okay, okay. A natural natural shift here is where where do you get your? I mean, I I want to know. You have a very you know very confident, very driven in how you've done things business wise, and in this sense, what's your inspiration for your personality was it to come from your father or certain you know maybe grandfather someone in your life or how did this build where did it come from actually well i think that my, my father is so, so my father is is an amazing human being still alive thank god and he's gone through hell on earth in terms of uh, health conditions and you name it I'm sorry, and he kept that. His job, no, I'm sorry to hear that. No, ultimately, sorry to hear that uh, when he dies, but ultimately, he's healthy, he's strong, and he had a lot of issues in his life, health issues in his life. And those issues didn't keep him away from providing for his family in full. And uh, he's a very disciplined man. He's a real man, actually. Uh, he was never rich, but my home always had food. Um, you know, I grew up eating, uh, eating, eating every day and having clothes every day. And that is more than many can say. On top of that, he taught me the value of holding myself to the highest standards. I remember one time I was playing football. I was like very young, maybe like five, six, seven years old, maybe eight years old, something like that. And I was playing f uh, football, soccer, five, five or five. In Spain, if you're, if you're a boy, you play soccer, no matter what. It's like being Chechen and wrestling, you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And really, and one time I remember I, I, I had a game and we won by, we won by like nine, two or something. I don't know, like a really insane score. And I scored seven goals. But by the time I was, uh, after scoring five goals, actually, I, 
uh, on the sixth or supposed to be the sixth, I had a very easy ball. And instead of just putting it in the goal, I just did some stupid shit and I failed and I couldn't, I didn't score. Anyway, I didn't think anything of it. And at the, at the end of the game, my dad, I saw my dad was so angry. I could see his face straight, like just really, you wouldn't want to deal with him at that point. So my dad uh, was kind enough to bring children from other parents to the game, colleagues of mine from the, from the team in the same car, right? So we were like, I guess three, four kids plus me. Uh, no, three kids plus me and my father, yeah? And and um, yeah, when he left all the kids in their homes, uh, my dad just bah, hit me <laughs> and said, and no said let this be the last time, let this be the last time that you don't take every opportunity you can to score or to do to to close it to close it you know to close it that's in spain how it translates you know yeah and it's stuck in my head actually so that's my can that that's my that's my that's how my father is so i'm sure a lot of the way i'm is thanks to the way my father is also i think that god makes you the way it makes you you know whatever you think god is uh, many people think of God as the universe or whatever it is. Um, how, however, you are born, you know the way your spirit. I, I do uh, definitely is. want to get into God and stuff. I have, of course, trust me, I have topics on that as well. Me myself. Yeah, know, but my my my, my point me. is my point is that I am the way I am. I was born this way, and and you cannot make an entrepreneur. You cannot make a soldier. You cannot make a warrior. You cannot make a nurse. You cannot make uh, you know, someone really skilled with specific, you, you cannot make that person. I think that person is born. You were you born know? with that drive. And the best and you can do. Exactly. So I, I'm pretty sure even from when I was young, like, you know, competitiveness was in my heart and showing everybody that I am better than them was in my heart. Especially, I mean, showing other kids, other, other, other boys, yeah, that yeah. I was better than them was in my heart always. And it continues to be. It's just part of the fun of life for me, you know, just to show that I am better. It doesn't matter what happens to me. I'll rebuild myself and come out of the ashes like a phoenix, rise like a phoenix. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that mentality. And, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people, and I will say specifically, and I'll be honest about it, weak people cannot get behind this thought because they're not born with this competitive spirit. So they don't understand that, you know, life is a competition. It is actually getting above, you know, you need to build on, you need to beat other people and get ahead. Otherwise, you're just going to be an average Joe, a guy in the pack and never strive for anything great. So, you know, I think if some people may listen to what you just said and go, wow, that's so mean. But that's the reality. That's life. So it, it's, a, it's a funny concept that some people, the ones who understand it, understand. And they're in successful places. The ones who but don't Ultimately, bro, you know, ultimately... I, I I used to think exactly like this, like you're saying right now, but now I think a bit differently. Like after being exposed to so many different people, so many different cultures, countries, just backgrounds of people, I realized that it's not necessarily the best play for everyone to compete and to be the number one and blah, blah, blah. And right now, a lot of the red pill community is all about masculinity and fucking, you know, everybody's just uh, just buzzing their hair and smoking cigars, you know. <laughs> but that's not that's not what's about, you know. I think that you are who you are, mm. and if you are if you grow up under certain conditions and it makes you look behind your back all the time and doubt of people, be hesitant of people, and 
be militant with your approach and assertive physically with people and stuff like that, and that's how you build yourself up and that's who you are as a human, then you should play on that strength or the on in those weaknesses too. But if you are someone, you know, I, for example, you know, am I, uh, uh, am I less of a man or, uh, uh, you know, anything like that just because I like to sing? No, I love singing. I fucking enjoy singing. I enjoy singing. I enjoy dancing. I'm Spanish, Janet. You know, it's like, it's what it is. So, um, uh, I think that you should embrace who you are. And if you happen to be someone that likes to follow orders and is good at following orders and he just follows an order to the T and he does the best job possible within the context of that task, then you should deploy your energy and your career into doing just that. I can't follow orders for shit. Yeah. If you give me a task, even if the task is very important, I will automatically, in my head, it just doesn't, it's, imagine my head is a puzzle. It doesn't fall into the right place. I'm like, hmm, this guy's giving me orders. I, I, can't, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with it. Even if the order is correct, I, I really can't deal with that. Mm. And and that has a lot to do with, that has a lot to do with Everything, the way yeah. I, I, I'm born, you know? So I think that you should just embrace who you are. If you're a nurse inside of your heart, then you should be a nurse. If you're a leader inside of your heart, then you should be a leader. If everybody's trying to be Alexander the Great, the world wouldn't work. I'm not gonna lie, that's a fire quote, man. That, 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 that's, that's a phenomenal quote. I I really like that one. Okay, okay. Um, speaking on the red pill community, speaking on you know, I think I think it's a natural transition into, um, you know, a question that a lot of people, I don't know, I don't know, have you, I don't know how many people have had the opportunity to sit down with you and really ask you this, especially ones that uh, have a community of of, of gamers who saw actually from the beginning, like what happened to you, basically how- Bro, nobody, you're yeah. literally the first one I'm given the opportunity, really. Holy shit. Well, th again, th uh, beyond blessed, so thank you. But it, it's and, a, and you know why is that? It's because of uh, the energy you gave me just by reading. Um, it was humble, but confident, um, respectful, uh, curious, is, is very important. And, and I, have, I have these kinds of conversations off camera, almost by daily. I have a lot of little kids that look up to me, and um, they, I mentor them, and I enjoy it so very much to teach people uh, not the way of life, but the way I view life. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it just it just makes me happy. Actually, it is one of those things that again it's also in my heart. You know. So anyway, yeah. you had a question. Sorry. No, I love again. This is this is this is going exactly the way. This is going perfect, brother. Do you think do you this so this is it? This is this is the spice where it's this this turns into the the meat and potatoes of everything that, that people, you know, are are who knows who clips this out of context. Inshallah they don't Inshallah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they they keep it how it's supposed to be, but do you think you were unfairly cancelled for being seen with Andrew Tate? Yes, but so what? Uh, there's a lot of things. Life is unfair, you know. There's a lot of things that happen in the world that are not fair. And who is to judge what is fair and what what's not fair? Like, you know, if you believe in spirits, souls, and you believe in God and things of that nature, you believe in reincarnation or things of that nature. Who knows if in your previous life you were a you know you were a psychopath and you killed hundreds of people and then you were just paying the deeds? I don't know what's fair or not fair. Right. So. But but if you ask me just with the, as a baseline, sh shallow understanding of reality, then I would say, yeah, it was absolutely unfair. And it is unfair because um, 
it is unfair because nobody should lose their career as a result of their friendships and who they deal with. What if I tell you Vladimir Putin is a good friend of mine? It's, it's not the case, by the way. But if it would be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll be ecstatic. I like Vladimir Putin. So, um, uh, no, but my, my point being, even in that case, people should be open-minded enough to understand that there's nothing good that comes out of vilifying somebody for a simple friendship, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and and to and to to be to be absolutely honest with you, like Andrew is not my brother. He's not my closed circle, you know. And it's not like I'm his lawyer or closest buddy. I mean, in fact, I'm I'm more friends with uh, Tristan. I did, uh, you know, we we had a lot more interactions and things together. But um, yeah, Andrew, I, I like Andrew. He's, he's a good man. Yeah, same for Tristan, his brother, good man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even if. I would not have liked them, even if they would not have been close to me. I would have reacted the exact same way I reacted. Hmm. Like even if instead of Andrew Tate, it would have been Saddam Hussein. I mean, he's no longer with us, but (laughs) it doesn't matter to me. (laughs) Nobody fucking tells me anything. Nobody tells me anything. Nobody Nobody has the right and nobody has the authority over me to tell me who is my friend and who's not my friend. I only have the authority over me. I don't respond to anybody. Hmm. And what they tried to do and what they did is to force uh, submission. They, they forced submission. But I don't submit to, to anyone except God. I don't submit to anyone except God and my own will. Right. And, and it doesn't matter the circumstances. That will not change. Okay. I, I don't belong to anyone. I am a free man. In fact, Carlos, I, I saw it like, a month ago, Carlos means free man. I never saw it until a month ago. That's what Carlos translates to. And I'm a big believer in whatever your name is and stuff like that. In a way, also judges the way your life plays out. You know, many right. times this is this happens to be true. Uh, Carlos means free man and valiant both. Mm. Uh, so 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 yeah, I'm I'm a free man, and like it or not, I will always be a free man. And if I leave, I will leave a free man. If I die, I will die a free man. And if that means that I cannot deal with corporate, I cannot deal with corporations because they are all pandering to um, the people. If I cannot deal with corporations because because they're all pandering to whatever the new agenda is, then that's what it is, and and that's okay for me. I don't I don't need anybody. I can I can I would look. I was happy and poor. It's true. I am happier now. No longer poor. <laughs> But if I would be poor, I would still spend, I would do the same things I'm doing right now. I would spend time with my brother, would go out, you know, to Starbucks, drink coffee, uh, have lemonade, and enjoy life the same way we're enjoying life. And and I would be happy. I would be a happy man. I would still do businesses. I would still do things. And eventually I would get out of that hole and and, and be successful again. But I am now in the peak of my life, the peak of my career, the peak of my everything, the peak of my income. Uh, which shows that God rewards those that live life by their by their principles unconditionally. So, brother, I don't know what else to tell you. If you are with me in those weeks of chaos and those days of chaos, 
you would have been, I think, anybody, anybody. If they, if you have a camera in my home, I was living alone by 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 that time, completely alone. If you have a, if you're a fly in the wall, you'll be fucking shocked, because I was sleeping eight hours like I sleep today. I was every night. I was sleeping eight hours like a baby. You know, <laughs> I was going to be, before going to bed. I would have a big mirror. I was living in Berlin by that time. I would have a big mirror and I would look at myself in the mirror and I would ask myself, how do I feel about you? And I would, I would be like, I'm proud of you. I'm actually proud of you. Why? Because you're doing something that even though you know you might lose everything, it was in the middle of all this chaos. I, I could have actually lost everything. I didn't. But I could have lost everything. It was a question mark in the air. And these people are fucking ruthless. You know, these Americans are fucking ruthless. Um, <laughs> really, really fucking ruthless. You know, I respect them. I, I applaud them. I give it to them. Yeah. Um, friendship means nothing. It's all money. Um, yeah. And 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 um, I was I was I still decided to follow my principles. And everybody, every man has in their heart the hesitation of what the fuck would I do if something this catastrophic happens to me. Every man toys with the idea of, imagine during war, at war. I love, I love this idea. Sometimes I have dreams that I'm out, out at war and I would just, I'm just fighting with my men and I'm first in charge, you know, first charging against the enemy I'm with my sword and my horse and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and sometimes I, I, was, I was thinking to myself, what happens when I have two choices? One is... Um, the Spartan glory, you know, choice, I guess you can say, and the other is, you know, matrix success, you know, as, as, or, or like, you know, money or fame or, you know? Yeah. And, and I always, I always toyed with the idea of actually, you know what? I think I will be the kind of person that would die the glorious death. But until you are in this position, you don't know. In fact, most people bend the knee. Most people, Go for the easy path. It's the path of least resistance. You know? Most people don't go for the Spartan glorious death. And I did. So I know that nothing can fucking break me. Nobody can break me. I can say, do whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to do... You know, life is so good to me right now. It's just... It's incredible what God gives you if you just follow your principles unconditionally. I'm, I, I sleep like a baby. I don't have, I don't do anything illegal, never did, but I don't either, you know? Um, so there, there's nothing to be worried about. And I am just a free man that enjoys life and experiences everything the world has to offer in full. Mm. I think your, your, your situation, again, I, I want to touch on a few things you said, especially like, you know, specifically it's the going from having everything in the quote unquote matrix and then in a matter of one night over a post, I imagine you'd never assumed would ever turn into what it turned into. Uh, having everyone you, you worked with built up, for, try to be forcibly stripped from you um, is something that, I, again, 99.9% of people could never imagine, have never been through, will never been through, will never go through, excuse me, and and... Uh, you know, you live to tell the tale. For you to hold your morals above the bottom line, the profit, is, you know, I don't think many men can say, again, regardless whether someone would agree with you or not. I don't care whether they agree with 
whether you know the poll anything i don't care if they agree with you it's, or it's, don't it's agree a very it's a very easy way to 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 try it out like regardless who's listening okay yeah if you have a if your job in any way shape or form relies on corporate pay or on some kind of um system and that is literally 99.99% of jobs not even if you have a company as proven by my situation not even that is enough to be out of the system um just just try if you really want to try yourself and see whether you would die a glorious death or bend your knee i'm sure if you're listening to me you one of you probably has a belief that goes against the public agenda i'm sure there has to be something you believe in in closed doors behind closed doors that you don't talk to anybody but and maybe it goes against the agenda of uh, the mainstream media or the agenda of your co-workers now try to make that try to make that stance that you have public and stand behind it now see what happens depending on the um depending on how far away from the public agenda your inner thinking and belief system is you will see a different range of backlash you know right if you just happen to disagree slightly with them then you will just have your colleagues slowly separate yourself themselves from you maybe they me 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 behind your back maybe they talk about you as the guy you know the, the, the weird guy with extreme beliefs um now if you go a deep a little a little further away from the herd then you should expect proper backlash like eventually hr calls you uh three four days from now uh or something of that nature i guarantee you without a glimpse of that that is true right so that is the exact <laughs> description of working within the system and you're playing the game if you have beliefs that are different than the system's beliefs or what the system proposes to the public and the world and you're not making them public then you have to acknowledge you're working with the system you're part of it you're one of them you know and i'm not yeah. saying everybody should be like me fucking insane in the head and just <laughs> and just go against the whole system no because everybody's different like i told you you know yeah. and some people just don't have some people just want to live a, a quiet life, a calm life. Okay, if I have to say yes to your shit, okay, fine. You know, yes, yes, yes. Very good. Please chop kids' dicks. Always good. You know. <laughs> so if if you if you if, if if that's okay for you, and you have and you feel the need to live the the need for you to live a quiet, calm life, overweights the need to push for the truth. Then by all means do it. That is in your in your heart you know is the way you are in your soul that's the way you are you're just a calm person you know conflict shy whatever it is but i'm not i don't give a fuck very very clearly very clearly what i i want to touch on again something else you mentioned uh you know exactly what this example you gave as well how did you you know again how did you find out that the people you were working with for years you the company you helped build you know, how did it go from a post to an outroar to letting you know that they wanted you to exit? Like, what's how does that in, in real time? What yeah, is I, that I, I can't talk about it exactly the way it all played out because okay. obviously there's non disclosures and 
you can imagine legally speaking it wouldn't be smart for me to get deep into this but okay, okay. you have to see my whatsapp just every 10 seconds new whatsapp from a number i never see i never heard of uh, many times i would receive uh, a message from someone saying hey this person sent me i am this guy and i would be what the fuck what is this guy uh, reaching out to me for a known person if i told you the name you would know the name and yeah, they would yeah, reach yeah. out to me because someone else close to me told them you have to speak with Carlos and tell him to uh, apologize and to go back on his words on whatever it is, you know. The the group and, thing like you were speaking on started to take effect. Everyone you said for sure. Just... I mean, I never expected it to be this incredible. Like every single party. I'm talking about companies. I'm talking about. I can't. I can't go deep into yeah, the, yeah. In specifics. You know. Every single company, every single human, was propon, propon, pro, uh, uh, proposing, proposing a yeah. similar a similar statement from me. And when I mean similar, it's eerily similar. Mm. And obviously, that statement was never <laughs> was never put out. Uh, I told them I can't do this. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. And everybody was like, "Why are you crazy, man? You will lose everything." I can't. I really can't. I can't. I can't. And um, uh, you realize the power of the system. The power of the system is very high. But do you, the believe, power of do you the believe in the matrix? Do you believe in the matrix? Of course, the system is the matrix. You know, I don't. I, I never heard of the matrix until Andrew Tate said it like this. Uh, it's a good analogy, but I'm not too caught up into it uh, about it. You know, it's just a system. It's a system. The world works uh, in systematic way, ways, and the people in power keep their power through. Um, very intelligent, keep, intelligently keep their power through rules, and very intelligently they keep their power through quieting people down that have a conscience, quieting people down that have a voice, quieting people down that have a reach. If they, if those people are not playing under the rules created by them, then they know that they have the potential to wake up people, wake people up, and and evoke them to think differently about how the world works, which might not be um, as obvious as we see it on TV. Um, the people in power will, uh, this is all very well structured. Like I will not get again into details because this is not, I don't consider it my quest right now. What is your this. quest right now? Spreading um, I mean, to focus spreading on the truth, yeah. focus on the yeah it's, yeah no 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 not spreading the truth is to um, show to people uh, a positive way to live life in full okay that's ultimately if I can just overly simplify my quest right now will be to show as many people as possible how to live and structure themselves as uh, um, a life of fulfillment and happiness that does not rely on playing the game. This game mm -hmm. I don't want to play. Right. So, right. but yeah, bro, the, the, the world works in, in, in ways that the more you learn about it, the more you realize how untouchable everything is. Mm. You, there okay. are things you cannot discuss in public. Uh, unless you want to 
lose your job or lose your career or put everything you worked in the last 17 years in question. And you know what they say, right? You, you build bridges for 20 years and then, <laughs> and then how is it? You suck a dick and they call you dick sucker or you suck a toe and they call you toe sucker. Yeah. This is like, I, 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 I built an insane career of insane credibility and reputation over 17 years. And now I'm the fucking crazy guy that um, is a misogynist or something like this, you know? Do I give a fuck? No, but it, it, it is insanity how this, this, this all works. When you look and at it like that, when you zoom out like that, it's crazy. Absolutely that's how the system works. It used to be that the police, the police or the, 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 you know, the sheriff in town or whatever it is, the people in power, just put you in jail but that became too obvious so now what you have is agents of the system that they don't even have to be police you get policed by by society you know and you don't even have to you don't even have to do something actually morally bad like killing someone or you know or or, or doing something you know extremely illegal and immoral all you have to do is disagree with their beliefs which many of them are not even based on science or facts available to us then you automatically get crossed as an extremist and again everything you build goes down the drain how do you feel about um there's two people i want to you know coming off this point there's two people i wanted to ask you about just give you know thoughts on how you feel specifically on their situations maybe right now in the matrix attack i guess uh andrew tate well you know just keeping it how do you feel about him generally about what's happening in his situation now yeah, man. Um, I, I like to talk about evidence in front of me. And the evidence in front of me is that there is no evidence that should keep any human, whether it's him or anybody I disagree with politically, in jail. Like, let's imagine somebody like Hassan, Hassanavi, right? Mm -hmm. there is n I don't think there's many people I can disagree with more. But if Hassanavi <laughs> would be in jail for something there is no evidence for, and charged with something there is no evidence for. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna tell you I would openly uh, fight fiercely for his freedom because that's not my job. Um, neither have I done that with Andrew or Tristan, but I certainly would not agree with it, you know? And if I get asked, I would be like, well, that's pretty fucked up actually, if you ask me. I don't care what the political beliefs of this guy are. You don't keep someone in jail without evidence. Um, but yeah, I just look at the data in front of me and the data in front of me tells me that there's something I don't know. You, you speak on something really, really true about the other side. The other side's very fucked up in the fact that they encourage, whether it was you, whether it's the Tates, whoever it may be, that they do lose their careers. They do go to jail. The repercussions continue to build. They don't want, they don't care about morality. They don't care about, they don't care whether you're good, bad, or whatever, they don't care about unfairness. Because you said this one thing, you are now a misogynist. Now you should be in jail. You should do this. You should have everything taken away from you. Whereas I feel like the other side is a lot more impartial. Is a lot more, like you said, if yeah, I mean, was in jail, you'd be, you would still fight for his freedom in the sense of he deserves to be free. You wouldn't say these yeah, crazy I things. I don't like to think about these insights, you know, because, you know, the right also has... Um, uh, very, very extremist ways to look at the other side. Right. Um, I'm not saying 
both sides, the, the famous both sides uh, are right or wrong, whatever, you know. I, I, I am saying that humans benefit a lot from having, from making their own opinions themselves and being, you know, everything they do should be merit-based, should be individualist. Individualism is one of the most beautiful things of human nature because every human wants to, wants to be liked. Every human wants to be respected. Every human wants to be looked up to for good things they have done. And individualism propo- uh, promotes this instinct. Individualism makes it so if you want to be extraordinary, if you want to be looked up to, if you want to be respected and loved, then you have to be a kind-hearted person. You have to be maybe great in your career. If you want to be respected, maybe then you have to be you know, a gentleman in some occasions or the way you speak has to be extraordinary. Not because you're part of a group, you're already extraordinary. No, that's not the case. If you're fat and, you, and, you, and you're part of a group of fat people, it doesn't make you special. Well, I mean, especially yeah, unique in a way, you're fat and you have a higher chance of earlier death. But, <laughs> but being fat, is, there's nothing extraordinary about being fat. There's right. nothing excellent about being fat. There's nothing to be respected about being fat. But now, because everything is group thinking on, on, on every side, yeah? There's a lot of group thinking, certainly more on the left, certainly, but this group thinking makes it so individualism dies out and exceptionalism dies out. And instead you have groupism, if that's a word, you know, a lack just of because standards. you're a lack well, of no, just, be, yeah. just because you are part of the LGBTQ, because you have a pronoun that is special, them, whatever the fuck it is or just because your weight is about 300 pounds, then you're special in a good way. Yeah, you're excellent. You're, you know, well, that's not the case. You have to build yourself up. You have to make yourself excellent through your body of work, through your character, through your charisma, through your, the way you dress or through whatever it is, whatever metrics you want to be judged by. Those must be individual metrics, your empathy, the size of your heart, like being empathetic doesn't mean you have to lie to everybody and yourself, you know, like, for example, if you ask me, what do you think about uh, LGBTQ? You know, I'd say, bro, live and let live, you know, if people want to do whatever they want with their bodies, with their free time, it's up to them. I, I, I know what I want. I wouldn't, I wouldn't invest my time like this because this is how I am. But if someone is the way he is, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do, bro? I understand different religious beliefs even disagree with me. But I am the kind of person that really just lives in a little cliff, you know? But now, if you're forcing my circle, whether it's my children, whether it's my people, to follow your fucking agenda, this is not going to happen. This is not going to happen. I, I rule my house the way I rule my house. Nobody gets to decide the way I rule my house. I'm not doing anything illegal the way I rule my house. But if you make it so, unless I gender reaffirm my children, unless I do that, uh, you will uh, uh, charge me with uh, child misbehavior. How do you call it? Child abuse? That is insane, bro. 
it, it doesn't matter where you look at it from. It's insane, you know. And you know how how they how they made it so schools no longer teach religion, which was the first step of many into the chaos we have today in the West. Well, if you choose to go that direction, which okay, fair enough. You want to do that, fair enough. There's no way in the world that you can teach children um, <laughs> these kind of sexually related things so early in their lives. This is insane. Mm-hmm. This is no, there's no way this is in any way reasonable or acceptable. Do they exist? Sure, they exist. Just live and let live, Yane. But there's no point in, in any of this, you know? Yeah. Um, Getting, uh, getting well, to the I, other I, side I, of this as well, I want to speak on is 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 considering you, you know, took part in it, were all about it for years and years on end, and you saw you saw it develop from twenty years ago to now. Do you believe social media is good or bad for people? It doesn't matter if it's good or bad; it exists, so you have to deal with it. I am I am very realistic with these things, you know. And what's the point of asking myself if it's good or bad? It will exist in perpetuity now social media. So you might as well just deal with it. If it's bad, then <laughs> deal with it. If it's good, then great for you. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't think about life like this. I think about life like you're born. I mean, I, I God gave me everything. Look at me. I look good. My parents are beautiful, have a beautiful heart. I don't have a, a, a glimpse of jealousy in my heart. I grew up with food. I grew up with clothes. I grew up in a developed country. I grew up with love. I grew up with a mother that taught me to meditate when I was 17 years old, and that changed my whole life. I grew up with a father that taught me um, the value of being a man, and, and that changed my life. I grew up with a younger brother that I always had to protect and help mentor. Uh, I grew up with everything. I have two legs, two arms, two ears, two eyes, a large nose, but a nose <laughs> that smells very well. Uh, I have all my senses intact. I am very lucky since the beginning of, since I was born, I was very lucky. What else? Do, I mean, I, I, I am, um, I am very lucky and not everybody is equally lucky. You know? yeah. What is the, what has so, the transition been like from, um, from, you said you lived in Berlin prior, correct? Yeah. I lived in Berlin. I mean, I live in Europe. I even lived in New York at some point. I mean, I, I yeah, I've, I've been living around the world. What made you decide to, to, to leave Europe and leave the Western world and go to Dubai? Well, I always wanted to go, well, always. For the last two and a half years, three years, I wanted to go somewhere else to live because I never saw myself living in Europe, really. I thought, I thought Europe had a very small mindset, very small thinking in terms of uh, ambition, career ambition. And for me, above all, is career success. I enjoy succeeding if I would have been uh, alive in medieval times or middle age, I'm sure I would have been some commander of troops or some king or something like that. I know that because my brain operates this way, you know, when I wouldn't be happy otherwise. So, yeah, that's the way I, I, I envision my happiness coming from, or most of my happiness coming from. And Europe cannot give you that if you want to play with the best cards. If you want to play poker with the best cards in hand, Europe cannot be the place of living for you. And... So I knew Europe wouldn't be it. And I was uh, seriously considering New York, LA, 
Um, but I was always in the back of my head very worried about how liberal these places were and how non-inclusive to different ways of thinking these places were. And it was always a bit jarring. I went, dude, I spent like four or five months a year in, in America every year of my life since I was like, what, 18? And so I'm very well acclimated to the American culture. And I remember going to Venice Beach when I was 17 years old. And I was looking around. I was like, oh, my God, I want to build my empire here. And then eventually I kept coming back and kept coming back. And I was still getting, you know, Airbnbs around that area or hotels around that area. And then Santa Monica and stuff like that. And I, every time I returned, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like eventually it went, it came to a point where I didn't even want to go out because every street was smelling like weed, had homeless people everywhere and smelling like shit. It was really not safe. I saw these needles on the floor and I was like, what the fuck has this place become? Right. And, and so, so my dreams were a bit shattered pertaining where I live because I wanted to have the ambition or around me very ambitious successful people around me I can learn from and do business with which is what LA and New York provides you but on the other hand I had the other side that is also very important you know like well in the case of New York weather is miserable and I like great great weather and in the case of the people you deal with the society you deal with they are not like me or like my circle at large it's very hard to find people like my circle with honor with you know that are loyal that are respectful good men, good women, kind-hearted. Uh, for women, <laughs> not hoes. Um, very, res- <laughs> very respectful, um, feminine, soft, non-confrontational um, woman. And, I mean, this is a lot of reasons. So I knew that I had to, if I were to move to America for business, I would pay the ultimate price in many other areas in life. So then eventually I, I, you know, I've been going to Dubai for a long time and I enjoyed it a lot. But then after COVID, I realized that the amount of people moving to Dubai was stratospheric. Like so many people were moving to Dubai, but people I, I, I respected actually, people I looked and never looked up to, but looked eye to eye with, you know, to. And, and, and these people uh, were talking always so great about Dubai. And, you know, so I started going to Dubai instead of just for party, for uh, business and trying to understand, you know, trying to understand how I could monetize me going there. And I was shocked, bro. I literally go to Starbucks anywhere. I live at the Palm, right? You probably have seen the Palm of Dubai. Uh, it's this place that it looks like a Palm, but it's artificially made. Beautiful. And I go to this mall here and just meet people that are even more successful than me and I'm doing business with. And this is unheard of in Europe. Unheard of in Europe, unheard of in America. It's unheard of to just meet people on on the day-to-day basis, on a day-to-day basis that are this successful with this type of lifestyle. With you know, in in Berlin, so I have Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and stuff like that, right? And and if I go to a restaurant, if I go to a club, you leave the club and your car has spit in it. This is fucking jealous people, you know. All these yeah. fucking cyclists, green guys, they just key your car. And and these is jealous people, you know. 
there's nothing like that here in Dubai. If the police catches one of those motherfuckers, they're out automatically. And there's nothing like that in Dubai. You can leave your anything, your phone, your I, this is this hand is a hundred thousand euros. Okay, so it's hundred and ten thousand dollars more or less, right? I can leave this on the street. Maybe I do one day an experiment. I can leave this on the street for twenty four hours. And Either no I come back, no one's gonna touch it. Either I come back the day after and they're still there, or they are in the closest police something. They'll be somewhere. What do you think and... the difference? What do, you, what do you think the underlying thing that makes people adhere to the rules in this country? Like, why is that? Why? Why do you think underlyingly that is? Is it? Why do you think I didn't apologize when all of this happened? Principles. Principles. That's right. Why do you think I have principles? That's for you to tell me. Religion, honor, your family, your bringing. I mean, I religion plays a religion plays a role, but mm. not necessarily. If you don't follow any religion, but you still are in connection with your mind, you probably still have very strong principles. Probably, right? Maybe equally strong principles. It's self-respect. It's called self-respect. It's the same reason why. You don't see OnlyFans around here. It's the same reason why. I mean, there's there's all kinds of people everywhere, yeah. But we're talking yeah. about percentages here, yeah. Yeah. Um, the same reason why, yeah, women respect themselves, men respect themselves. The same reason why the likeliness of you being able to talk trash to a Muslim man about the the Islam uh, are very low, without you at least getting into a verbal confrontation uh, because people have self-respect you know um it's self-respect brother it, everything boils down to self-respect i don't respect myself enough if i steal money i don't respect myself enough if even if nobody's watching i steal ten dollars from the from the table i don't respect myself enough if i sell my principles for Love for, for for somebody that's lobbying me. And you... the the West does not respect themselves. The people of the West the West don't respect themselves enough. And I think the the first and foremost reason is because they are not spiritual as they used to be. Whether that is through religion or through being in touch with their mind and in connection with their soul and with God. Um. That is the beginning of the end, you know. Speaking on, you know, the, the principles, the morality. Um, I see you when you tweet and stuff. Sometimes you, you do say, <clears throat> sometimes you have you say Alhamdulillah in your bio. You have a Quran verse in there. Um, have you? Did you convert? Yeah, I did the Shahada actually a year and a half ago, but I didn't tell anybody. I kept it to myself. Um, I never allowed people to talk trash about uh, Islam in front of me, even though in the West. The West is incredibly Islamophobic, especially Germany. Um, uh, but what, what was that? Yeah. What came? What brought you to that decision? Because I know if you're, you're from Spain, and the, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm from Madrid, right? And uh, yeah. Spain, of course, was conquered by the Moroccans. There were there are a lot of Moroccan people, especially living in Madrid and also Andalusia, the south of Spain. And I grew up surrounded by a lot of Moroccans, actually. And some of the most beautifully hard people and familiar people I have ever dealt with 
have been Moroccans and Muslim, actually. And um, so even growing up as a Catholic, I, um, I always enjoyed the company of these people. And they're incredibly respectful to other religions as well, by the way. The most respectful religion with the rest of the religions as well, by the way. Um, and the sense of brotherhood these people had always struck me as very unique and almost unreal because no other religion has this sense of brotherhood like Islam does. Um, so, yeah, for years, I, I was always attracted to Muslims. Um, my brother is Muslim. He's a Palestinian, half Syrian, half Palestinian. Your brother? Uh, the, your brother? Not blood brother, sorry. Not blood oh, okay, brother. Okay, okay. I was like, I was like, I, was like, I this call is, him this my brother, crazy. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, One of your best friends, yeah. Best friends, close, close confidants, yes. Yeah, I mean, we do everything together, yeah. So, yeah, he's my brother. Um, he's, of course, Muslim as well. And I, I did the Shahada with him. Um, but, yeah, you, you, I, I, I don't get. I'm not, I'm not an extremist by any means. Um, I just naturally gravitated towards Islam. And life has smiled at me immensely since my conversion. I told you a year and a half ago. And if I look at my life a year and a half ago, yeah, I was the king of gaming. Still am, but I was uh, sitting at the throne still. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I wasn't like, I wasn't deeply happy, really. I was walking into a room, I could just fart and people would just applaud. That doesn't mean I <laughs> farted, motherfuckers. I never farted in a room, in a meeting room, because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> but what I mean is that I could say anything and people would just They're say, just kissing oh, your ass, yeah. Idea. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, which is something I really hate. I always told everybody I hired, you have to tell me the truth because I want to grow. My goal is not to uh, be happy, my goal is to win. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. and for that, I need people to tell me the absolute truth. And when people kiss your ass, they don't tell you the truth. They tell you what you want to hear. So, yeah, ultimately, I, um, I, uh, what was I talking about? Actually, I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, we're talking about faith, uh, how, you know, how you're guided to, you know, how that, that guides your life and how you came from Catholicism to Islam. And, and, and I guess, you know, what position that holds in your in your days now, I guess, especially being in Dubai, you're in a basically you're a Muslim country, so it's a very different surrounding from being in a Western surrounded place to now Dubai. It's a it's a, it's a big transition, Islamic based yourself, your own you know principles lined with that. Um, but I think I think you touched on majority of it. Unless there's more you want to add to it, I kind of wanted to pass on to your life now because I don't think many people hear about or know anything what you're doing now because you're the king of gaming has now you know gone kind of radio quiet. What what are you up to, I guess? Well, I, I own... Actually, this month, I'm launching three different businesses, which okay. it has never, ever happened in my life to launch this many things in this short amount of time. It's my birthday in what? In two days, actually. And, Happy early uh, birthday, brother. Thank you, brother. And, um, and I am, uh, I, I am uh, launching one. Um, it's not really a launch. It's a pre-launch. Um, another one in the same week and then another one and then two in the 28th. So I'm very busy 
with a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with esports. Of course, I still have my esports investments and my esports ownership, and nothing changed. I I could I could literally just right now I could just go to Bahamas and live happily ever after until I die, just with the residual income, the performance on my cash, just on bonds, you know, and and I wouldn't have to change anything. I would still buy supercars every year. I would still live in uh, in uh, you know eight million dollar home. It doesn't matter. Nothing would change to me. So whatever I'm doing right now is just side quests, you know, and, and bonus yeah. things. So, um, my life project is the circle. Join the circle.ai. That's my life project, my legacy project that will be alive for 50 plus years, hundred years. I will die. That thing, that thing will still keep going. And I repeat, join the circle.ai. And tell, tell us more about it. Tell, tell, tell me more about it. Cause I, actually, I saw you, I saw the performance link, yeah. driven community. Um, but you will know more um, as, as it launches on the 28th. But on the 15th, we are doing a soft pre-launch. We are only picking up a few people because we want to try the tech. We want to try everything and start getting feedback and then use those two weeks to iterate for the, for the, for the official launch, which is on the 28th. Um, so in two days, in, on my birthday, we do this, which is a great happy birthday, uh, a great gift, actually. And right. uh, yeah, there's Shiba Saga which is a, a blockchain games company and fantastic project as well. Doing it with great people as well. Launching also in the 28th and also doing a, a fund actually. So a lot of things that are actually very fun and <laughs> pay even better than what I had before. So I'm telling you when God, when God sees you, being rock solid with your beliefs, God gives you more of everything. It's insane. It's really insane how it works. Like I'm just walking on the street and I'm meeting people. I end up doing millions of dollars with over the course of a month. It's really it's absolutely insane. And 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 I sleep like a, like I told you, I sleep like a baby. Everything I do is legal. I don't have to take any risks that are not necessary. I really everything is just smiling my way, brother. And, and I'm truly happy. I can just connect two people and make a million dollars like this. I have uh, two, two things that from what you said, um, do you believe in crypto? Because I mean, you said Web3 of gaming. Course, of course, I, like, do not believe in crypto? Okay, do you believe in crypto? Okay, the question is, does the, do the governments that the people so much respect and must abide the, uh, by its rules believe in crypto? Well, the short answer is yes. Every single top country in the world is implementing digital currencies you will not have cash in very soon 2025 this digital currency is coming to play 2025 onwards every single dollar you have in your bank account will be tracked and they will know they will know exactly what the dollar is being used for you will not be able to go to an atm and get cash because what is that cash for nobody knows you have to pay with your digital currency so Everything will be crypto, everything will be blockchain based, and everything will be traceable by the government and tax authorities in perpetuity, even back in perpetuity. When you're 110 years old, they will still be able to track your expenses, for your, your, your purchases from when you were 31 years old. And this is coming in 2025. So if the government believes in crypto, you better do it too. Because trust me, the government doesn't lose money. Do you, do you feel like that's only a Western world thing or also no, in where you the whole, the whole is... world is going to move to this 
And of course, the, the, the beautiful thing about some of the chaos in the world right now is that BRICS uh, exists, which is an alternative, is the, is the Eastern, is the East world, East part of the world banking system. And the biggest countries, most relevant countries on the planet that are, that are not Western countries are in there. Even some of the Western countries are applying to be part of BRICS. So, uh, but yeah, every the whole world will operate under the same um, uh, currency method or you know payment method. Why? Because those in power, whether it's in the West or the East or whatever, will wish to retain that power. And there's no better way to retain power than to than than by by being able to track expenses and limit the amount of spending per person like for example the west what will happen eventually is that yeah i guarantee this is gonna happen by the way. guarantee if you surpass the amount of uh, carbon footprint um, then you get a penalty and you can't spend x amount of money in buying your next car and that will continue to multiply if you don't agree with whatever agenda it is then you get a small penalty and you cannot purchase something special you want to purchase you know that will happen. Yeah, I guarantee that will happen oh. on a long enough time frame, and we're not that far from it. So, yeah, it's the whole world will implement this. And if you're not buying crypto, this... you're just especially right now is a good moment for crypto. Very good moment for crypto. Right now, all of us that are not retarded are amassing immense amounts of crypto. The uh, the the if two two things again come up. If you if you had a, I mean, I, I could just ask you, I guess, straight up, what coin are you most invested in, particularly? I'm assuming Bitcoin. Um, I, I don't like to talk about my portfolio because. Oh, okay, fair enough. Know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to respond to my own personal decisions to someone else, you know, uh, that complains right, if they right, lose right. money or whatever the fuck. But I invest in top twenty coins, and I invested in my project Shiba Saga or the project that I am co-founder of Shiba Saga. Uh, because I believe in it, and I believe it's going to be a game changer. Uh, so as I, as I said, shibasaga.com, the public pre-sale is, is out. But there's no need. If you, if you want to just wait how the token is doing, you can also do that. After the 28th, the token officially launches. You can see how it goes in the graph, how it does in the graph. You invest if you want to. Don't invest if you don't. Uh, but don't piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> And then I had, you know, you spoke on just kind of the direction of, of the world with not, you know, generally, um, what advice would you give to a young man today, 18, 20, 16, watching you, looks up to you, or just someone who doesn't know you yet and, 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 and it has to guide this new world with AI, crypto, banking changes, the matrix. It's a tough, it's, the world's not the same for when you were young. So how, what advice would you give now? But it's the same advice I would give if you asked me 20 years ago, if I knew what I know today which is, okay, first of all, let me rephrase something. Let, let, me, let me say something very clear, okay? The problem, I think, of religion is that when you are systematically, since the moment you're young, trying to be convinced by the media that religion is not that important, it's an afterthought, these religious guys are crazy in the head and blah, 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 then you start questioning why being religious is actually good for you. And the problem when you hear 
oh, all these Satanists, all the, these demons are doing X, Y, Z. Automatically, people are like, oh, these people saying these are fucking crazy. You know, there's no demons. There is no Satan, right? That's how people think. So the problem of talking about religion and talking about God is that people have an understanding of it being like mythological in a way. Okay? Okay. When people think, do you agree with me? When people think about God or Satan, people, most people nowadays don't believe, I mean, in the West, don't believe they exist. Do you agree with me? Yes. Yeah. So I, I believe, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, but the, most people don't believe they exist. So the problem is that when you say God, when you say God, demons, when you say Satan, people automatically think you're cuckoo, you know, you're like talking about mythology. So I don't want to talk about okay. God. What I want to say then, which is going to get people to at least understand me better, is the following. The only thing I would tell a man or a woman today that doesn't know where they are in life, that doesn't know why they are unhappy, why do they need therapists all the time? Why do they, why are they fat and they can't not be fat? Why are they so preoccupied with things that don't matter? Why do they have jealousy? Why do they have hatred? Why do they want Putin to die? Why do they want Zelensky to die? Why do, you know what I mean? These people just need one thing. And normally you would say you need God, but what you need is to yeah. get in touch with your mind. What does that mean? Mm. Your brain, your body is your physical you. Your mind is your non-physical you. And when I say connect with your mind, with your mind, on a long enough time frame of you connecting with your mind, you will end in the realization that there is 100% chance that God exists. I will repeat, when you are in touch with your mind and you learn how to make that symbiosis, that connection with your mind through quietness and breathing, on a long enough time frame, I'm talking years, there will be in your head a 100% certainty that God exists. This is why they say, if you pray, you're close to God. This is why they say, and you know, this is why I tell you right now, if you meditate, even don't think about religion, think about meditation. Think about quietness, think about breathing, connect with your mind. And if you do that every day, just make it up, make it a goal, 10 minutes, you know, I guarantee that you will have a lot of answers to questions you didn't have before. You will be a happier person. You will be a more fulfilled person. You will be more whole. You will be more loving. You will be more empathetic. You will be more ambitious. So whatever it is in your heart that you are born with, more nurturing, whatever it is in your heart that you're born with will multiply. You know? Jealousy will slowly fade away. Although I do believe some people are born jealous, I believe you can work on it. You know? Have a conversation with yourself. Like, this doesn't help me, right. does it? So that's the one. that's so, the only thing I would tell people. To be getting touch look with their mind. Look inside yourself. Look yeah, inside. One hundred percent. Look inside. And imply that everything is your fault. Explain that way. Say that again. Explain when that I again. hired people in all my companies, when I when 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 I was in in all my companies, I always said to people, the best way to succeed here is to imply that everything is your fault. And I would say the same to everybody in their life. The best way to succeed in life, whatever success is for you, whether it's happiness, whether it's a rewarding experience where it's successful career, whatever it is that you consider success in life, it's implied that everything is your fault. Your girlfriend leaves you, your fault. Your parent, you feel like your parents don't love you, your fault. You feel like you're missing all the exams because the teacher hates you, your fault. You can't pass the driving exam, your fault. 
you're fat, your fault. You're not strong, your fault. You lost your six pack, your fault. You can't play football properly, your fault. It's your fault. Imply that everything is your fault. And once you do that, at first it's a bit jarring, a bit like shocking. Oh shit, fuck, everything is bad. But very soon you realize that there's nothing more beautiful than to fail on your own terms. That's why I don't like jumping from airplane with a parachute. Because I am not the parachute. The parachute is the parachute. What if the parachute fucking fails or something, you know? And I just fucking pop. <laughs> chop myself to death. Soup, <laughs> Carlos soup. No, I like, I like to do things that are under my control. I like to drive cars in racetracks, for example, right? It's very, it's, it's dangerous, yeah. And you can argue, yeah, a car can also fail, but it's a little different because it's in yeah. your hands, you understand? Uh, and, and, and I think that there's no beautiful way to live life than to imply that everything is your fault. Even if, if just play a game, just play, how do you call it? Like, a, yeah, play a role. Play the role of the guy who's, uh, who, which, who's everything is his fault. And I guarantee you, on a long enough time frame, you will be very, very happy. Because it's liberating to know that you are the reason for your failures, for your successes. That's why I look at my life and I say, this is my life. I did it myself, all of it. I did G2. I did all the companies I made money with. I did, you know, I decided to invest in those companies that gave me great money. I, I built my relationships. I sometimes was in the wrong and I built the wrong friendships with the wrong people, the wrong relationship with the wrong people. Sometimes I was in the right. But it's always my fault. It's always my responsibility, you know? It's a very amazing feeling when you come to that conclusion at a deep subconscious level. one thing specifically about everyone, including myself, you, others I speak to, anyone that's boss, a CEO, runs a company, that the victim mentality is never in their brain. And that's, I think, speaks very much into what yeah. you firmly believe as well, that once you start taking accountability, yeah, don't blame the world or blame others for your shortcomings is a, a game-changing moment. I would 100% back that. Bro, you know, you know what one moment that changed my life? I think I was like maybe 18 years old. Um, maybe 19 years old. No, no, no. I was like 20 maybe, 20 years old maybe. And I was in Tenerife, and Canary Islands in Spain. Okay. And there was a tournament, League of Legends tournament, that I was playing in. And the day before, I played very bad. So the first day, I played very bad. We lost, yeah? Mm -hmm. And everybody, it was one of the worst nights of my life. By then, I thought it was the worst night of my life, yeah? And I couldn't sleep. It was just absolutely terrible. And I was so disappointed. All the comments were saying... You have to change Oz a lot because he's so trash, blah, 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 you know. It's an important game as well. The day after, we had another game, the day after, in the same venue. So I remember going down the elevator alone, and I was like, oh, my God, I feel so miserable, you know. I, 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 can't, I can't, I can't do this. I feel so miserable, you know. Um, and also, like, my teammates committed so many mistakes, too. Why are people blaming me? Like, why are people focusing on me? Is it because I'm the captain? And the captain gets all the eyes. And what about my teammates? My teammates also did wrong and blah, blah, And the, the opponents played so well. And this guy played so well. And he had the game of his life. And blah, blah, blah. You know? Not me, not me, not me, not me, not me. You know? But eventually, I told myself, okay, what if I just assume that today is going to be the best day of my life? I'm going to role play. Okay? That was the, on the way to an elevator was going down. Okay? It was a long, it was a, it was a tall hotel by the time i reached the ground floor i was i was already convinced i was gonna role play and today was gonna be the best day of my life 
So I, the doors open and I said to the receptionist, good morning, I wish you a wonderful day. You look so beautiful today, okay, in Spanish. <laughs> and, and uh, by the way, I think I remember the face of the woman. Maybe it's like a dream, but I think I do. Mm. And, and that day went on to become one of the best days of my life, actually. I played fantastically and everything just ran very smooth and amazingly. I received so much love from the people, so many pictures with the fans. It was absolutely unbelievable. It was amazing. One of the best days of my life, you know? And I told myself, look, what happens when I just take full responsibility and still almost blindly say, today's going to be great. Mm. So, yeah, big learning, bro. Big learning. Things like this, moments like those, I had a lot in my life. That build who I am. I uh, I I wanted to also shift a little bit here. Um, um, we've covered a lot of the personal. We've covered a lot of that side. Um, you know, there's there's always this, this side of social media as well that I you know you you specifically are a very polarizing figure online. You yes. know this. I think I think. Do you do you try to be? Does it is is it like a humor based thing or is it like tell like what is this what is the persona online is it you or do you know you're trying to like you know mess with people a little bit and make a joke yeah i don't take it that seriously and it's, it's funny because on one hand i'm empathetic very empathetic and i like to i like to do things that people like okay. but at the same time i like to like if okay for example right if my brother's having a nagging day you know i like to you know you, you know like like I like to, I like to, or David, my assistant, he's behind this camera. Okay. Like if David has a bad day, not a bad day. Like, okay, if David has a normal bad day, I help him, yeah. But if David has a nagging day, like a little bitch day, I just, <laughs> you know, yeah, hey, oh, you little bitch. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you want me to cry for you? you yeah. Is that what you want me to do? Yeah. Wait, you want a coffee, David? You want me to be your assistant today? No problem. You know what I mean? I just yeah. piss him off like this. You're, you know? te you're, you're joking with way, your boys. You're joking with your guys. Yeah, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, you're, you're joking with your boys, but you're almost like taking their current weakness and making it obvious to them how fucking retarded it is. Mm. You know? It's, it's just an angle thing, you know? And they do it with me as well. I also have bad days. I also have bitch days. I also have, I wake up like this and then my brother comes and just does some weird shit. And I just, I just, bro, just fucking leave me alone. And then he does it double because he sees I'm getting pissed by it. And then, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I guess, and then he's like, let's go gym. And I'm like, no, bro, I'm not feeling today. I'm feeling up. Oh, poor little boy. He's feeling off. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to cry with you? I come with you to the bed. And then he just, you know what I mean? Like, this is just in a way what I'm doing with Twitter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like. There's two ways this goes, you know? Either when I tell David, oh, poor little David, he's having a bad day, yeah? Maybe he, D David, if, I mean, I know he's a loyal, strong, honorable, good man. But if he, if I would have the question whether he is or not, me doing this would automatically give me the answer. It's a good filter, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's see how he reacts. Maybe he reacts like a little bitch and he just recruits himself and he just doesn't want to be my friend anymore. And he just quits the job. And I'm like, okay, well, great. Thank you very much. You did, my, you did, you saved me time, you know? Mm -hmm. Same goes on Twitter, you know? Whoever unfollows me for some of this fun I'm having is a great unfollow. In fact, people that respond to me and don't unfollow me and I don't like the response, I automatically block. You know, it's a great, it's a great thing. Now I know you're a fucking idiot. It's a great block, you know? Or some, some of them I mute so that they, they think I read them, but I don't. 
and they continue to give me engagement, you know? So it's almost like I'm playing with them in that way. It's not that deep. It's fucking Twitter. Most of these people, when I say most, like 99% of these people, if you meet face to face, and I tell you because that, have, that has been the case all my life, they will want to shake my hand. They will ask for a picture. They will tell me, oh man, what they did to you, I don't agree with it. By the way, ever since this happened with Andrew Tate, I probably made a thousand pictures, 800 pictures maybe, with people on the street that stopped me. How many of those people do you think told me anything, even like very softly bad about what happened? Not one of them. Not one of them. I can show you my Twitter PMs, DMs as well. Zero Instagram times on DMs. the street? Zero times on the street you've been Zero. stopped? Zero. No, no, no. I have been stopped. No, no. For bad things. For bad things. For bad things. Zero times. Mm. Zero. But if you go on Twitter already, you would think that the world is a libertarian, leftist, horrible place, non-inclusive place that hates everybody. You know, but the truth is that most of this happens mostly in social media, tech companies, video games, and things, things like this, Hollywood, you know, it's like very it's verticals, you know, especially that happen online. Um, in real life, nobody's like this. Okay. First of all, because most of the people don't go out that much. Second of all, because if they do, they don't have the self-respect to hold their morals up physically. Mm. Okay. Okay. What do you, uh, in, in, in the last little touch on social media that I, that I have here, um, how did, you know, you've been at esports for a long time. Again, you're a game changer in the space. You're someone who's, who nurtured the space, to be honest. Um, how, how does this culture, knowing how politically correct it is, knowing how left-leaning it is, knowing how Twitch is itself, you know, you've been around for all of it. We saw with the Nick, I don't know if you saw the Nick Merck situation recently where he tweeted out, yeah. leave the kids alone. Um, and then we saw the big uproar, but then a, b a big range of support. How does the, this community come back to normalcy? Because I feel like it's, it's one of the most left-leaning, one of the most liberal. It, liberal. Bro, it, it will never. It, I don't think it will ever. Really? Like the problem is that you can say the most kind of atrocious shit on Twitter, that it, but if it's left-leaning, then you're okay. Like you could tweet right now, I hope Putin dies tomorrow uh, from something horrible. And nobody would bat an eye. You wouldn't lose your job. You wouldn't be canceled. I might get 10K likes. You might get 10K likes. Um, but try to do that with somebody, some other human from the Biden. other side. For example, I mean, then that puts you on a list. But, you know. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. That's, what that's the point. Exactly. Yeah, that's the point. But that's how, that's how the world works, bro. That's how the world works. Mm. And, and in a way, what the fuck can you do about it? Not much. You just have to accept it. This is the rules of this specific town hall but not every town hall is like this like yeah I, yeah I mean let's be honest bro like i'm dealing with very good people i'm saying good not just in terms of success but i'm saying good hard people that take care of their families people that give to charity <laughs> a lot i'm dealing with very very beautiful beautiful woman kind-hearted sweet sweetest humans i've never met even in the west once this kind of woman here 
and these sweetest beings would both men and women would agree with very little of what the current twitter and reddit landscape agrees with very little mm. so it go, it all goes in silos you know yeah. i don't i don't deal with ugly bitches therefore i <laughs> i therefore i don't <laughs> i don't deal with women <laughs> that have this kind of political beliefs you know it happens to be that all these political beliefs are en masse proponed proposed no proponent no how do you call it propelled which one yeah all these political beliefs that i don't agree with happen to be en masse and at large uh promoted by ugly bitches so i don't get to see that often now (laughs) there's a lot of ugly bitches in gaming though so that makes a lot of sense i one thing one thing yeah i that okay Again, being objective, like I told you, it's not. I'm, I'm. I have my objective truth as well. When I took a look at people who were in support of, or who weren't in support of, of what Nick Merck said and couldn't understand what he was saying in any sense, and blew it up to be something that it wasn't. I'm not gonna lie, brother. A lot of them were ugly as hell, bro. Guys, I mean, I'm, girls. T- I'm telling you, bro. Physiognomy. Either side. Google physiognomy. Anybody listening to me right now, Google physiognomy. Physiognomy is one of the biggest hidden truths of the world. Good, Tell pe- me more. good people look good. Bad people look bad. I'm not saying good good as in as in you know you're born beautiful or you're born ugly sometimes, yeah. But physiognomy yeah. gives you uh, is is not just about the size of your nose. My nose is enormous. However, I'm a handsome, good-looking man <laughs> that most women on the planet would be happy to spend time with. Why is that? I have a kind heart. And on a long enough time frame, that a kind heart builds up an energy, an aura, um, a demeanor. And yes, facial features, enhanced features, and everything features uh, of a healthy, kind-hearted man. And people sense that. You understand? Mm. Same way, it's the same yeah. way why if you breathe from your mouth, I don't know if you listen to me right now. Anybody listen to me. If you breathe from your mouth over the course of 10, 15 years, if you always breathe from your mouth, you will be uglier. What does uglier mean? Uglier means that at large, people will consider you unattractive. Why does that happen? Because the human nature is so smart, it's so intelligent. Our instincts are so strong that when you breathe from your mouth, it means you are sick very often. So the facial facial features that get created when you breathe from your mouth are so that uh, suggests that you're sick and people catch up onto that. You understand what I mean? But if you breathe from your nose always and you do that over the course of 15, 20 years, you sleep breathing from your nose and so on, you will look better straight up. Better for the eyes of the people because that's how instinct works. Because you will develop facial features that tell the world you breathe from your nose, which becomes more attractive. Because it goes years, generations and generations of survival, you know, with... You're, you're, you're basically, I think, I don't know if you've heard this Islamic principle before, but it's the one that speaks on a person with good morality or bad morality. There's a glow to yes, them. Yes, correct. There's right? the same the principle. Person's gonna same have principle. A, a, There's a glow to them. Yes. And, and look at yes. a French bulldog. French bulldog is an ugly fucking dog. 
But I love these ugly fucking dogs. How beautiful <laughs> are these ugly fucking dogs? Tell me, they're so beautiful. Yeah. They're so full of joy, jumping everywhere. It's not about that kind of prettiness. It's not about that kind of beauty I'm talking about. It's about the kind of inner beauty that goes out through your face in the form of energy and demeanor and also facial features, yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, so, yeah, I, I believe there is a big point to this. I think when your heart is impure, impure when your heart is ugly, then you also become ugly in the outside. A lot of, you know, this entire conversation, it's a, you're, you're already someone that many look up to. You're already a person that's voice is big. You're already someone that's done a lot of successful things in a, in a short time. You're Thank still you, young, you know, rel relatively young, you know, the, uh, how, how do you want to be remembered? Because a lot of narratives are put on your name, but how do you want to be remembered? Um, when I die, I want millions of people to um, celebrate that I uh, celebrate my life, you know? And it's a, it has to be a celebration, you know? It's a, it has to be a celebration of uh, what I have done. That is my goal. And yeah, there will be people, you know, for someone to be loved, there has to be an equal amount of hatred on the other side. Tell me someone that exists in your head who is only loved immensely, only loved immensely. I can't think of many people like this. It's almost like energy, the back and forth of energy, the in and out of energy is almost always, in my opinion, is always equal. You cannot love someone fanatically without having people hate that same person just as fanatically. Mm. So I will, I know one thing, which is I will not live a life where people hear my name and they say, eh, yeah, it's okay. No, I will, I am living a life where whoever hears my fucking name, will either be on one side or the other. And I want to live my life in a way where the side that I respect is that side that likes me. And the side that I don't respect is the side I want them not to like me. Because if this side that I don't respect likes me, that doesn't speak very highly of what I'm doing. For example, if little rats, if insects, people, people that you don't trust for business, people that you don't like to spend time with. If these kind of people are the people that tend to like you often, you should ask yourself, what the fuck you're doing wrong? Your heart is not in the right place. Your angle is wrong, which is exactly why I don't trust people that has a shitty circle. I don't trust people that say, hey, this is one of my best friends. And I can see the guy is a jackass, jealous, not competent or whatever it is, you know, it's bad attributes, bad traits, because you are what you allow. And if you allow little rats around you, that doesn't speak very highly of you. That doesn't necessarily mean you're a rat, actually, but it does mean that your standards are low. And if your standards are low, it means you don't have enough self-respect. And if you don't have enough self-respect, what does that mean? You can steal, you can do things that you shouldn't do. You see, all boils down to self-respect. So I don't allow people to be close to me 
if I know these people, the circle of these people are people I wouldn't have on my circle. Straight up, because I know their self-respect okay. is not up there. And self-respect okay. is the single one metric that tells you whether you're going to get fucked by them in the worst case scenario or not. Will we, on speaking on the legacy, will we ever see you again directly? In the only ways? way I come back is if I just purchase something by myself, spend half a billion dollars on buying something and just force everybody <laughs> to I just accept it. Uh, <laughs> that, now that would be a, now that would be a crazy which, fucking which day. Not, I can't lie to you, brother. That would be a crazy fucking day. It's definitely not impossible. However, to be a successful team, you have to play in the games that are successful and to be and one and those games are all at large led by people that would never let me in nor i would want to be surrounded by so yeah probably yeah i think it is possible but it would need to be a little different mm. in the form of the creation of a video game that everybody must play because it's just so fucking good. That is like, okay, this guy, I don't agree with him, but his game is amazing. <laughs> or it would have to be something. I, I have I've not thought about this, you know, because I put esports aside. I don't need it. And I was there for 17 years. I did. I accomplished everything I could accomplish. I built a half a billion dollar company by myself. And yeah, I feel like I already hit enlightenment in, in the industry. There's nothing you can teach me in that industry. I literally know everything about that industry. Everything. I could create a team from zero. I could buy Facecam tomorrow for 50 million and I could make that a billion dollar company in two years without a glimpse of that. But I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, hey, Carlos, I'm just saying. <laughs> You'd run it a lot better than these motherfuckers. I'm just saying. Yeah, they're, they're retarded, but that doesn't, you know, that, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just not going to happen. I, I'm having too much fun right now with what I'm doing. And I don't deal with investors. Okay. I don't deal with anything like that. It's my money. It's, it's my, it's my okay. business. It's my things. I don't have to respond to anybody. They can all suck my dick. So you, I, what, you know, we're time wise, we're getting there, but you just said something that I, not to suck my dick, but before that, that was real, real good. So I wanted to just take a, take a tidbit of it and just ask. A lot of people are worried right now. You know the landscape of of investing, you know, uh, 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 venture money, this kind of stuff. People are worried about the, the the sphere of esports. As someone who's created one of the only massively profitable and good companies out there. Do you, do you believe that a lot of this doom and gloom that these companies have no way of being profitable, no way of being, you know, making it out of this, this phase of esports? Do you think it's an excuse or do you think uh, there is a way to make a company there is successful a way. and profitable I tell you, I could take esports. Facebook and make it profitable within the next 18 months, maybe 24 months, uh, make the company the most worth in the world, um, truly worth. And I knew exactly how to do it, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I knew exactly how to make esports companies succeed. If I would advise a company uh, to do this, or I would run a company to do this, I have 0% chance that I would fail. I, would, I am 100% convinced that I would accomplish this. And the reason is because I understand the industry. 
The reason is because I understand the people that play video games, I understand the people that watch the games, I understand the publishers, I understand business, I understand um, attention economy, I understand um, entertainment within the, context of, within the context of video games. And uh, most teams don't. That's why they are not profitable. Most companies don't. That's why they're not profitable. That's why there's this bloom and gloom. Why? Because boom and gloom or whatever it is. Yeah? Because when things go wrong, when things go right, everybody's raising money at insane valuations, even though they have no revenue, even though they're not profitable. They're investing their money very unintelligently. It's like giving money to a monkey. And, and they're doing all kinds of <laughs> stupid shit that when shit hits the fan, that stupid shit is not sustainable. And then everybody is pants down. They're unable to make their company work because when they had the money, when they could raise the funds and when they could have chosen to deploy those funds intelligently, they chose not to because they have no fucking idea what they're doing. Or because instead of fighting for the success of the organization, the company and the people working in it, they were fighting for their own egos, you know? And mm. um, I, I never made a signing of a player just to build my name. I made a sign of a player to win and to make money with that player and to make the company successful. I And that applies to every single thing I've done in the day-to-day -day in YouTube, right? So ultimately what I would say is there is a way to make this company successful. I have done it and I could do it again at any given point. In scrappy times, in gold rush times, at any given time. Um, I will not anytime soon because I still own an incredibly large portion of YouTube. Um, but I, I could do it and I have zero doubts in my mind, but these people are just not, they just don't understand how to. Okay. So that's my short answer. I think the industry is absolutely amazing. I think that the industry can be broken down by ideologies and the same way some sports have been destroyed by ideologies and ultimately what video games are are online worlds where you get to play with people and build a community with people that like the same thing. There's a common denominator, which is they like the game. And if you add more aspects to it that have nothing to do with the game itself, then you will create a lot of problems that did not exist before. So I would say for anybody in esports, whether you work there, or, well, yeah, let's, let's focus on the people that work in esports. Yeah? The industry will continue to do well because there will always be idiots that raise too much money at the wrong time. You might even be able to progress in your career, going hopping from job to job, getting paid more and more by hopping through all these idiot companies. Um, and then eventually you can say, I was the CMO of whatever the fuck for two years and you know, that's how you build a career and then you have a nice CV, you can do okay. Um, but esports is not a place where you should expect to stay, you know, eight years in the same company unless you work for a very, very good company that you truly believe in. And I would say G2 is one of those actually. Um, even to this day, I'm not in G2 operationally involved, but the people in G2 are still very good still very good most of the people you see working there i have hired myself so i trust and i have mentored myself and i have taught myself so i know those guys will continue to do good for a long time okay. 
I think I think that's the perfect portion. I, I perfect portion to to conclude this side of the interview. I'm gonna ask my final seven okay. questions that I ask at the end of every conversation and interview. Um, before I ask them, where can people support you on your journey? Um, you know, you, yeah, you just uh, join the circle AI. Put on your email address there. Yeah, join the circle AI. Okay. And um, by the time this is out, maybe you already know and can see what it's about. But join the circle.ai. Anybody willing to improve their life, if you feel like you have to, there's high chance this will be positive for you. Um, Shibasaga.com. If you're into crypto, if you're into video games, or if you're into crypto and video games combined, then take a look. Um, ultimately, do whatever you want, but the project itself has been laureated and spoken highly about by some of the best industry leaders already. The actual concept is genius and I believe in it so much that I invested money myself in it. A lot of, well, a lot of, uh, whatever, I, you know, maybe not for Elon Musk, but a lot of. <laughs> uh, and, um, <laughs> and, and ultimately Twitter at Carlos R. For now, Twitter seems to allow everybody to exist which is great but i don't know if that's gonna be the, that's gonna be like that in the future but for now please add carlos are on twitter and then if you want to see the cars i drive and the fun i have in my life besides business um, then go on instagram and follow me in at ocelot world ocelot world yeah and that's about it if you're jealous don't follow me on instagram uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna be good for you if you get inspired easily then by all means follow me high chance you'll get inspired beautiful 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 definitely everyone please check them out someone to, someone to definitely uh, keep up with in this world uh, and and let's get to these last couple questions okay let's go what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally can you repeat turn me on what what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally it uh, turns me on creatively, um, spending time with myself, thinking. Uh, emotionally, you said? Uh, it, it's just what turns you on. Oh, it's one word. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, one yeah, thing, yeah. basically. One sentence, one word. It's meditation, prayer. Beautiful. What turns you off? Incompetence, laziness, entitlement. Um, incompetence, laziness, entitlement. What else? Um, victim. Vic victimism. Okay. What sound or noise do you love? Um, sound or noise do you love? Oh, um, you know when you do when you have a the mon money like the uh, money and you like this. <laughs> you know when you count them. I like that know? one. I like that one. I think yeah. you can make an you yeah. can make a sound on YouTube like that, and I would fall asleep and I would sleep sixteen hours straight. <laughs> okay what sound or noise do you hate oh the ambulance oh my god that shit's terrible bro Oof. okay what profession other than your own would you like to attempt there's nothing i haven't done that i would like to do so nothing okay what profession would you never like to attempt politician hmm I was uh, that, during the course of the talk earlier. I was going to ask if you ever wanted to go. There's to politics, zero chance, bro. There's no way. I'm, I'm no politician, bro. 
I'm not a politician. Because to be a politician, you have to be um, populist. In, 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 whether it's with the people or with internal affairs, you have to be a populist. Go with the wave, go with the song, dance to their song. Do as they please so that they're happy with you. And no, bro, oh my God, that's the ultimate no-no. There's no way, 0% chance. There's not enough money you can pay me for me to be a politician. You give me $10 trillion and all the power on Mother Earth, you give me kingship of all the countries on the planet, I'm not going to be a politician. Okay. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the gates? <laughs> I would like to see God doing like this motherfucker, you know, this is just... <laughs> Let's My go. That's the man, best ending you know, to this. Just... That's it. That's the best way My to do it, bro. Man. Well, again, brother Carlos, I appreciate you. Thank you for hopping <laughs> Usually, on me. I like this question, bro. I... Yeah, you like you like the trip, the, nice. the ending questions. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. I like to end every interview like that. In a, uh, it's a tradition from someone else as well, but I, I like to carry it on because he passed away. It's a great, it's a great ending. Who I think, I think it uh, lets people know a little bit more. J uh, have you ever heard of James Lipton inside the actor studio, the show? Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 man. And so, so who who was he for you? He, for well, for me, it was someone I watched growing up. I loved, I loved conversation i actually like this i love speaking to people i love just having conversations and talking and and hearing Masha people's Allah, point of bro. views yeah I, I think everyone should have a chance to speak and he just made everyone comfortable so i always watched him and like observed what he did amazing um, bro well I'm, I'm glad you have a great inspiration to do this bro i had a good time um i i i'm very happy i did this and uh, you know i don't have free time whatsoever bro i'm i'm actually 30 minutes late for something, but it's okay. Um, I appreciate it's, you. I'm, I'm very glad I did this. You're a good man. I had a good time. I hope people uh, enjoy it. And more importantly, learn something they can apply that improves their lives even 1%. That would be happy. That would make me happy. And uh, other than that, thank you very much for your time, my brother. Hope you enjoyed it as well. It was nice for you as well. Thank you, man. We'll, we'll, we'll be in touch definitely outside of this. And uh, if anything else comes up in life and you ever need to come on and tell some people something, you know where to come, man. All right. I, I appreciate you. Thank and, you, brother. Uh, that's Thank that's you. the episode. Hope to meet you one day, inshallah. Inshallah. One day in Dubai, we'll, have, we'll be running around the city.